live from the 93.7 The Ticket Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Lloyd's in Lincoln with former Syracuse Orange and Long Beach State basketball star Ramel Lloyd Sr. and current Nebraska basketball athlete Ramel Lloyd Jr. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Ramel Sr. and Ramel Jr. Oh, it's July 4th weekend. We thank y'all for hanging out with us and doing this thing that we do every Sunday. Lloyd's in Lincoln. We appreciate you hanging out again. Uh, Start a hammer text line 402-464-5685 if you want to be a part of what we're doing. Hit us up if you would. Uh, you can follow on the, on the video stream, Sarder Heyman video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter Live, and Allo Channel 951 if you want to see what's going on. We appreciate all of you for hanging out. Hopefully, y'all are taking care of yourselves this weekend. Um, hydrate, handle your business. Uh, don't pull a, a Harrison on the grill and mess stuff up. You know, <laughs> leave it to the pros. If if that if that grill game ain't yours, you know, leave it to leave it to the to the elders. <laughs> uh, Harrison, before we get to rock and, and Mel, uh, you good? Yeah, man. You go have a good weekend. You, you, yeah, dude, I'm feeling good, man. I got okay. my coffee going right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I is, see this you, is like big the cup. Finishing stretch right now. I see you, big cup. Yeah, dude, this coffee. <laughs> you can thank my internship with early break for this, right? Like yeah. I wanted to ask the question because uh, Mel, look, look, man. When you get coffee that size, yeah, yeah, yeah. you going through some things. I don't feel like to you the brim, like it. <laughs> it's, it's like three quarters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good last night, right? <laughs> right. There's good, a story good, behind good. that, that cup, a coffee cup that size. Rock Lloyd, Rebel Senior. How are you, brother? I'm good. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. I love the way you, I love the way you introduce the show and introduce us, man. You make us you make us feel good over here. Man. Y'all family, I better I look I better love on y'all. That's family. Nah, bring us in, man. Make me feel like I'm something. You know, oh, look, oh. you somebody. You got to Hey, did cute. you notice? <laughs> did you notice, Mel Junior? Have you gone through the locker room and made everybody subscribe to your Amazon Prime show listing? This show is now active on Amazon Prime. Oh, Uh-oh. let me stop. Your show is now active on Spotify. Man, we need to get that information. <laughs> Definitely yeah. Definitely put that up. Yeah, yeah. Mel Jr., how, how you, cool brother? Doing good, DP. Happy to be here. Oh, oh, look. Oh, now you're going to come in based all bottom. Now you're going to come in all bottom. Oh, my goodness, man. You got to let me know to lower some levels. You're going to come in coming in hot. I was a little far from the mic at first. Yeah. I kind of scoot up a little bit, and and here it is. Say it how you say it. I'm not mad. (laughs) He came in. You see all the levels, just all the – all the needles just start going left and right because of <laughs> Barry White over here. Yeah, you know we go. You just jealous, bro. Yeah, we all are. Everybody Barry, listening Barry. is jealous. Everybody mad. Like we ain't tall and we don't have base. We mad about all of that. <laughs> I need to get with y'all about this thing, right? So, international basketball. We talked about a little bit about it last week with the draft, and this week. So FIBA and the the under the, the U nineteen are they they're in the FIBA tournament, mm-hmm. and they lose to France, they lose to France, and now they they got to play Russia in the in that consolation game, mm. and I'm trying and mm. it didn't start well because mm-hmm. last time I checked it was down like nine mm. to Russia. Mel, help me out, help me understand what does what does today's Young basketball player think of USA basketball. What is it? What is, is that? Is that inclusive? Is it? 
Is it a target for 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 four and five star players? Is it is it necessary for you to come? I mean, you got you know Oklahoma State's top dude is over there. UCLA's top dude, but they over there getting handled. <laughs> what what is it? What what does it mean to you? Well, real talk. What does it mean to you? Yeah, I mean USA basketball is definitely an honor to be a part of. Yeah, I think it's a great accomplishment for everyone who's in it. Uh, you know them getting handled by whoever it is France. out there. I mean, France yeah. France is – I mean, you see it now. Like, all the top players in the league, there's a lot of European guys, a lot of American guys. So, just – I think that's – moving forward, you'll see a lot of more uh, European guys that are um, up to par at that early age to uh, beat our guys at that young age now. Then, then the next question has to be why. Wait a minute, because you got to remember – International basketball was created and set up to highlight American basketball. And then other countries wanted to Americanize their programs. Like, that was literally why they wanted to do that. And then when it, folks started creeping up, Russia, in 19, back in 1972, Russia won, and USA lost its mind. Like, they threw money at it. And then the dream, the dream team happened because we lost to somebody. We lost to Brazil. And they went, wait a minute. Nah, we got to get these pros. We need to get the pros down here. Like, <laughs> it's U nineteen, right? Yeah, U nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, you got kind of get the impression that like everybody, all the international dudes are like two years older than they say they are, right? Like you know, <laughs> like you, That's like possible. You know, it's like you had a full Ooh, beard. Like he know. had a full beard, dude. I was like, come on, man, you you not nineteen. Yeah. Also, DP. A lot of those teams from other countries, they've been playing together for a while too. Like those guys all know each other, and they've been on those teams since they were young. So when you bring in, like, the USA guys, we got different teams every year. So it's like it's not like the same group of guys coming up together. So these teams probably been playing together four or five years before our guys even came together. So, Rock, we were talking about it last week. Look, yeah. is, is this a talent thing? Is this a coaching thing? Is this a development thing? What is it? I think, I think it has a lot to do with, you know, just style of play and a development philosophy. Um, I think, you know, like we talked about a little bit last week um, – those guys are bred to be pros and identified as potential pros at a very young age. Um, so <clears throat> while we do here in the States, I believe we monetize individualism uh, and we find guys that are young and, and a lot of people I feel try to take advantage of these kids while they can. I think there they, they what they do is they try to make sure that these guys are on the right path to become a pro, understand the team game, team concept, and they start training and teaching them for that at a very young age. So that the, the uh, these games are international games, and they've been playing this style, uh, and they've been bred for this from day one, uh, opposed to our guys who I believe, uh, you know, with the social media aspect of things, has been bred a little bit more towards individuality uh, and success in that nature. I, I, I think that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I get I get the maturity that that's required for you to play with somebody from the time. And again, you're grabbing somebody at 13, 14, yeah. and they're learning the same system, and it's the same coach, and, and otherwise. But that has landed in America in the NBA, mm-hmm. and I'm still curious. College basketball has to be next, right? As far as what? As far as European international players coming in and taking over the highest levels of, of, of Division One Power Five basketball. 
Um, you know, I don't know. It's two. It's two different ways to look at it. Like, yeah, that's possible. There are some great international players playing college basketball, but like I said, they're bred to be pros. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want to come over here and necessarily go to school. They already. Right. They already. <laughs> yeah, they well, already, well, focus. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that whole focus thing. You yeah, know, I mean, they, they're they're first of all, they're already pros in their country. Yeah. So to come here and be viewed as a as an amateur is probably not what the goal is. The right. goal is to be bred to be a pro in Europe, and then when it's time to come over here, it's NBA. I don't think anybody think about the college game like that. I, I, I find it fascinating because th- there was a run back in the early 2000s where some of the international players start f- showing up in, in, in these big programs because they thought, well, if the mission is to go pro, if I get into the American system, mm-hmm. into the American identification system, then it'll make it easier for me once I get there. Like I'll know how to live, mm-hmm. I'll know I'll know how to control diet, I'll know how who to work out with, etc. But I'll ask this because to me, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned about the development of young players in America. Mm-hmm. I'm a little concerned, Mel. The the. AU and travel ball gets different. I think people misidentify what it actually is. For you, if I if I said okay, de- describe travel ball, describe AU, and the differences between the two, because travel ball, rich parents who want their kid to see the country and basketball is the mm-hmm. is the vehicle, or AU where high level play and competition seems to be more the thing. For you, what does AU mean to you? Um, AU, I mean, it's pretty much, pretty much what you said. It's uh, just traveling and playing mm-hmm. basketball at the highest level. Uh, I think travel ball and AU are somewhat of the same. Okay. Uh, I think AU is just like you said. It's like the higher level guys that are playing in a certain uh, circuit or a certain level. Yeah. But then travel ball is people who pay, obviously, so they can – play in those same events or near those same events N- near <laughs> <laughs> near like yeah. to, to say hey I, I i was in the gym i was at the tournament that ramel jr was at absolutely like, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. like, you wasn't really if peace jam is in georgia they're gonna have another event the same weekend in georgia right so, so people can say i'm in georgia too <laughs> playing at au right and i'm in the gym right. i go in the gym with my camera <laughs> and take some pictures yeah. in the gym but you're not really <laughs> sure. in that work yeah. Rock, yeah. what was the what was the line for you in making the decision who Mel Jr. was going to play for and with? Uh, let me answer that question. I'm a, I'm a I'm a harp on the AAU thing just okay. a little bit more, okay? Uh, because most people are confused of what AAU and Tribal Bowl is. First of all, AAU is just a governing body for youth basketball. Right. Generally, the name AAU means that people think that AAU means Tribal Bowl, and it doesn't. It's just a just a governing body for youth athletics, amateur. What does it stand for? AAU amateur, American I, Amateur U- Union is yes, what it was. Correct. So elite level basketball, as far as what we consider elite level, that may be uh, people who don't understand is sneaker circuits. Right. Every every year, uh, sneaker circuits uh, occur, and you have Nike, you have Adidas, you have. Um, 
Now you have uh, New Balance that that joined and has an elite league as well. I'm so old, it was Converse, bro. It was <laughs> Converse. Converse. <laughs> yeah, well, Converse, Converse is owned by Nike now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There they, you go. Am I missing one, Mel? Uh, Under Armour. Under Armour. So, so those are circuits. They actually, they actually has nothing to do with AAU. They don't have to be. That's not AAU because you don't have to be uh, signed up for AAU wait, or anything of that. Wait, nature. pops, I was wrong. No, you wasn't wrong, but I'm just going into detail about that's, it. Because that's new to me, too. Yeah, AAU is just a governing body for youth athletics. For right. high school stuff, AAU doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Only elite basketball and travel ball exists on the high school level. Yeah, it's so the amateur can, athletic union. Right, you can pay to yeah. play, and that's travel ball. If you want to play on the elite circuit like the circuits that we just mentioned where high-level Division One uh, colleges and Division Two, whoever are recruiting you on those circuits, that's not AAU. But there is pay happening in both of them. Not necessarily. Um, for sneaker circuits, all of those teams and high-level players are sponsored. Right. Every single one of them. Right. So, I mean, well, so there are perks. Yeah, there's <laughs> Whether perks, you get, there's gear, yeah, yeah, there's travel, right. things of that <laughs> yeah, nature. Yeah, uh, so, so you're not allowed to pay to play to play in any so, of the sneaker circuits. Say, say that again, and 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 I'm a, I'm gonna make a face at you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Technically, yeah, technically. right. Work that part. Check that part. You're that not part. allowed to play to pay to play to pay on to play on sneaker circuits. Those though there there are. You're not allowed to pay. To no, pay. because those teams are sponsored. Nike Nike takes care of those teams. Are a lot of those teams are, are like uh, NBA guys have their own teams, like Westbrook right. or something. But and what, Westbrook will put in some money, and then Nike will put in some but, money, and they'll take care of travel. That, you think that means that you're not allowed to pay to play? No, you're not supposed to. It's supposed to be. It's you're not Nike's supposed, supposed to. Yeah, you're not supposed to play to. on an elite team. Now those those same programs they have lower level teams right. that they can charge you for. Okay. But you're not playing on the Nike circuit. You're playing in other individual so, sponsored tournaments. So that leads me to that thing that 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 I know I know exists because I know players that, that that have fallen into this, and there's different places places around the country, mm-hmm. different pockets of the country do AAU basketball different. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, you better believe that if Westbrook has a has an elite level team and it's one of the top fifty teams in the country, mm-hmm. the players that play for him. Getting paid, the top team. Uncle getting paid, mm. daddy getting paid, mm. mama going shopping. There might be a new car. <laughs> well, DP said that. I didn't say that. I don't know. I didn't say about it either. I don't know anything about I, that. I'm. I'm. I'm so, listen. Listen. I, we look, don't know nothing. Look. Nothing. Look. 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 I, I don't know about what. That. what I just got a couple pairs of sneakers. What? <laughs> <laughs> like there is there. I mean, and I think that that is the thing now with NIL. Mm-hmm. That, as we understand, it, it rain rolls downhill. Yeah. So, if college elite players, blue blood four and five stars, mm-hmm. are are getting nil in college, they are six months from getting it in high school. They they can get it in high school in certain states, right? Certain states, yes. And if you're getting nil money and you're fully sponsored in high school, who is going to stop you? Or to, to stop the coach, or to stop the 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 sponsor from wanting Mel Junior Junior on his AAU squad, and the easiest way to get him on his his roster, uh, they may not be bag men at that level, but they're certainly envelope men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, what else? There's, there's, right? there's like, always <laughs> been perks of being an elite player, right? right. There's always been perks. It may not be so, the bag. I got, yeah, but, I got a gift card for you. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Slide his little gift card. <laughs> Open up when you get home, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, oh, and here's the thing. Then it becomes, well, hey, you know, because for high school coaches, if I'm Mel's high school coach, I'm going to get approached just to, to – Convince yeah, Mel to play coaches. for Harrison yeah. <laughs> and the Barnstormers, and Harrison goes, hey, "Harrison, no, okay, that Venmo is real." Yeah. <laughs> well, the coach is going to get approached unless they got a daddy like me, right? Because they ain't going to go to the coach. Well, that's the stuff they're that they're going to stay away because they're going to deal. They're going to have to deal with me. And it, so. I mean, they're they're parents and and young people with with character and integrity who want to who want to follow the rules. But there's situations that exist, and a lot of a lot of today's players don't have Rock mm-hmm. as a dad, and they don't have the the community of folks that are going to look out for you and make sure you're doing right. Yeah. There, there's there are corners of this country where the Hoopers. This is everything for them. Yeah, it's everything. You talk about the international where it ain't about going to school; it's about that ball. Mm-hmm. Well, there are parts of the country. Where the elite players are broke, mm-hmm. broke, broke. Most, most of the, most of them are in those situations, right? And I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm not saying like as far as dealing with me and me saying no to different things. I'm just saying about being aware and understanding how things work. And oh, you should say legal. You should say it because that's know? look. This is you know me well enough. To, I picking the people you ride with, right? Yeah, for sure, right? Who go through it? But explaining to the to, to the listener who doesn't get access and they're never going like they're never going to walk up to Mel Jr. on the street and be able to have this conversation with right. him. So we try to get some of that information out now because mm-hmm. it's the only way, right? It's the only way to do that for for the future of the game. How do y'all think this NIL high school stuff should work? How do you think? What's the ideal plan for you? Like, what are the three rules that you would have in play for high school kids? For high school kids, I don't know. I think that's still a work in progress um, because I, right now, right now, every state is still not legal in every state for high school kids to right. to get nil. So obviously, that's the first step. Rule one, to figure, uh, out, figure out. See, you got where there. it's legal. At, you got there, right? Yep. And, and why it's legal. Yep. Um, uh, the next thing I think is to figure out making sure they monitor where the money is coming from because the biggest thing about nil right now is that you know you you can use it for influence obviously uh and how do you monitor that like how do you how do you monitor the influence that it's going to have to persuade a kid to do this or to persuade a kid to do that you can't right now so um that's the that's the second question and then the third question is uh eventually they're gonna it's gonna be some kind of cap on it i believe eventually um I would I would influence kids and people to take advantage of it as much as possible right now before they cap it or before they find a way uh, to monetize it to get kickback from it. Yeah, I I I I think through all of it, and Mel, since you just went through it, like you just went through this thing and the introduction to it, right? Everybody's learning. Ideally, transparency shows up. Mm-hmm. Right, so that we can say we know that word, right? transparency. 
Yo. <laughs> Somebody take the mic. <laughs> please take ADP. Please take the mic from him for the day. That's Somebody hilarious. Take mic, that is hilarious. This is what I was I've scared. heard that. I just said I heard that word before. Yeah. Did I say anything? You, you, I said we've heard that word. Yeah. Before. Obviously, you heard the word. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, dude. Continue. I'm about to take your mic, man. <laughs> What I wanted to see was the look on the face was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> see, this is why you need to be on the stream so you can actually see what's what, what the facial expression, uh, what's there. For you, for your so let's say you know when you were a senior in high school, uh, the sophomores and, and freshmen that were on those teams. What do you want for them? Like, what information are you? What are you sharing with them? What information are you letting them know about about how the game really goes down? What they need to know to be successful? Like, what do you say to them? I feel like the biggest thing is just to know your worth and to understand what you're what you're getting yourself into in terms of these deals and who you're making these deals with. But besides that, I mean, I say take full advantage of it. I mean, there's nothing better than being 19, 18, 20 years old and having money in your pocket to do what you need to do. So. Um, just be smart about it and take advantage of it for as long as we can, just like Pops was saying earlier. Brock, there, there are parents out there who are going through the, this recruiting process, and mm -hmm. they don't know it. You've been through it, you know, twice generationally, mm -hmm. right? So there's advantage and perspective. You know what you know. <laughs> what do you say to the parents here in Nebraska whose kids are going through and being recruited uh, mm -hmm. to this space? What do you want them to know? It's actually quite easy for me um, with all of this extracurriculum going on as far as NIL and money and so on and so forth, the bottom line is to stay true to the game and try stay true to your own development because the basketball parts dictates all the rest of it. So what happens is because of all the businesses involved, you know, we get sidetracked. Parents get sidetracked. Kids get sidetracked. Uh, and they lose focus on what the main thing is, and the main thing is the basketball court. Yeah, stay focused on that, and the other stuff will take care of itself. So it's just really that simple. If you're a basketball player, make sure you stay a basketball player. Yeah, well, we like to move folks through through life a lot quicker than uh, we should sometimes, and uh, that business yeah. side of it plays. That's in, okay. Goes have, you, have your people handle the business side, but make sure that your athlete is locked into the gym. Simple. Yeah, that, that work needs to be done. Before we go to break, let them know about the shirt you're wearing, the shirt game you oh, got. Yeah, hey, oh, give yeah. me that, man. What well, is that? This is this is our Beyond the Game uh, shirt. This is from the Boys and Girls Club NBA, uh, junior NBA camp that we did. We started it three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, the ticket, we was blessed and fortunate enough to have the ticket come in the first day, and we was blasting it all over the radio. Uh, we had we had a great turnout, um, and the camp was the camp was a success. So we got these T-shirts, um, and you know we just this is just the beginning, as DP would say, it's just the beginning. We want to keep moving forward with this. It's beyond the game, uh, junior NBA, boys and girls club, Lincoln Lancaster. So look out for them. Make sure you sign up for the next one. Yeah, when do you know when the next one will be? Well, next one will definitely be. It's probably it's going to be next summer. Okay. Uh, we ended our programming uh, just this past Friday, and we're going to do something. It probably won't be as long. It probably be add some different things. But this was our first year doing it. Um, we got so many people to thank that I'm going to thank later on in the show before we get off. That mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know played uh, major parts into making this a success, and we're we're very thankful for the Lincoln community for supporting it.
It, it, it it's a good run. Uh, Word on the street was good too, which was which was good That's to hear. As you're walking through and having fo- folks talking about it, I was like, man, thanks for for letting us know about that. They sent, they sent sent a young man over there, and he had a good time. So Absolutely. that's what it's all about. Well done, well done, well done. We'll throw it to break. We'll come back. Mel Junior, Mel Senior here, Lloyd's in Lincoln, ninety three seven. The ticket.